Uh, they have a lot of work to do at wide receiver, but I still think they're one of the top teams, especially with Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP the past two seasons. Absolute. They're making Tom Brady break like three different tablets every year. Absolutely insane. This is not Teddy Bridgewater. This is not Trevor Simeon. This is not Paxton Lynch. This isn't Brock Osweiler. This is Russell freaking Wilson. There's no wall in your hair. There's no way out. There's no way out. What is going on, everyone? You are back here on Jake's Takes. This is the podcast presented by Tunnel Vision Sports. As always, I'm your host, Jake Serrano, taking you through some of my quick takes this time to uh, to start your Sunday off. You know, uh, we had that just to push the show back just an extra day. Wanted to make sure I get it done. I did have some things I, I wanted to talk about uh, definitely today. And uh, anyway, I think I think it's important that, that I got this out today. We're gonna talk about the game picks last week. Brutal. Uh, there's there's a, there's a lot of injury news to talk about. Obviously, the Tua situation, a lot of reactions, and uh, I'm gonna be going all over that today. Remember, next week I will be re-ranking the power rankings. I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping to be able to get some time to make my own graphics to put out uh, the game picks. But I'll keep posting the records out like. It was posted in the Jake's Takes Instagram. Check it out. You can email me at my email. It's in the. It will be in the link in the description today. I'll say at the end of the show. Email me there if you want to be involved in uh, game picks. We'll post your game picks. I'll make sure they get posted on the on the Instagram on the site. And uh, you know we got some stuff to talk about. We're just rocking and rolling. We're gonna get through everything we need to get through today. Excited to do it again. Excited to work. Uh, this show is actually from home. Uh, originally, I did one show from school, so uh, moving back and forth, got a lot of stuff going on. I'm <laughs> just traveling, doing my doing 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 work, doing this. There is there is nothing stopping me. I I and uh, and that too. If I can get some help, I, if I you know some student athletes would like to come on the show, please please come on. And uh, anybody that wants to be a guest, come on, get on. I'd love to have anybody on at this point to, to to do something. I feel like I just haven't had a guest on in a while. I really want to have somebody on, so I'm gonna try and work on that. I just feel like every week goes by so fast, and I'm, and at one point when I you know I just start scheduling, I said, "Oh man, like man, the weeks just the weeks are just flying by for me." And uh, but I'm trying my best, and I'll make sure you, I get these shows out, produce that to you guys as well. So you know, and I got some things in the works, and I'm hoping they can all you know most of them at least pull through. So we'll see what happens. But let's get this show on the way. Let me stop, char- you know, chirping here, and uh, and we can get we can get going. So here we go. All right, first things first. Tua, you know, Tua. I, you know, I really, 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 you know, thoughts, prayers when I first saw it all go out to Tua, first and foremost, first and foremost, and you know, just seeing the hit on Thursday night against the Bengals. You know, it didn't look like a bad hit, but but he got thrown down to the ground pretty hard. And when you watch it, you know, he got twirled around, bam, slammed on the ground. And that has to be the reaction from last week against the Bills. When he got thrown down even harder, hit his head and stumbled up and, you know, went to the locker room and, and came back in and finished the game. And obviously the Dolphins ended up winning that game. But so so let, let me let me go through an article I read. Uh, some of the things the NFL and the NFLPA are doing, and uh, and then I'll give my thoughts after. So the NFL and the NFLPA have agreed to parameters on updated concussion protocols. 
the NFL and the NFL Players Association, they're going to they're going to update these concussion protocols that basically will rule out anyone who exhibits a a motor instability. So when Tua when he went down in the Bills game and he got up and then he started stumbling, that's that's basically, you know, motor instability. That's I think that's that's what they're trying to target here as the is the best way I can describe it. Uh, so regardless of any possible, you know, contributing factors, I believe that player is just regardless ruled out for the game if that is the case. So what does that mean? Basically, if you show that, I think it just means there's no, you know, and if and ifs or buts about it, you're just ruled out and that, you know, the NFL doesn't want you coming back in the game. So Tua essentially would have not played that second half of the Bills game. Basically, that's what it means. Uh, but, the, you know, the NFL. So. Reading through this article, obviously this article was by NFL.com. The article, uh, the agreement is subject to formal approval, including from NFLPA's Health and Safety Committee and could take effect in time for week five's game. So this is this could pull together very fast. Some of these lines are reading, you know, directly from the article. So I can give you guys just, you know, statement updates. I don't know how many people are actually going through this and looking, but I think it's really important. So Basically, what this article is also saying as well is in a joint statement on Saturday, the NFL and the NFLPA said both agree that changes are needed to enhance player safety. So this this situation is like the epitome of player safety. They are going in head over heels for this. They are, they are all in on it. Uh, so also the article says, you know, the updated protocols will essentially close the loophole that allowed Tungavailoa Tua to return to the field against the Bills eliminating any subjectivity about the cause of a player's instability and simply ruling the player out. The league said Wednesday it believes the protocols were followed under updated protocols. Doctors will not be in a position to make a judgment call on why a player was unstable. So all that all that is ruled out and if 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 a player shows that kind of, you know, instability, they're out. You know, so there's none of that. There's none of that going on. The doctor doesn't make that kind of decision. And uh so the consultant was fired the NFL fired that fired there so they're fired uh there was there's a lot of moving pieces of story you know the dolphins are now under investigation i do want to note that all the information that i'm providing is from nfl.com's Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero. uh so i make sure i you know just give them credit where credit is due but all that is just a wow right you know and we can't we can't forget that this is also the NFL this is also football and you know this these kinds of things happen but the way I saw it was, man, it's just I could not believe. First of all, that he came back in the Bills game, and then the way he got rattled up in the in 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 the Bengals game really, you know, just breaks breaks my heart. You know, it's 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 truly it's truly sad to see. You know, and I, I'm 20, I'll be 21 on Monday. Like when you when you see someone, it's not even like you know, it's weird because he's not even that much older than me to it. And and you and you look at it and, he, and you see a guy go down a stretcher like that, you know, and at such a young age. It's terrible, and I, you can only imagine what what his family is thinking. You know, his friends, families, people who are close to him are thinking too. The team, and uh, it's just brutal, brutal way to watch someone go down. Uh, but Tua was discharged from the hospital that Thursday night. He flew back on the plane, I believe, with the team. But they did uh, immobilize his neck on the on the plane. I believe he has some um, neck and he has a concussion, a couple head injuries. So uh, there's there's a lot to uncover here. I definitely wanted to start scratching the surface on this. And, you know, just just get my reaction, pure reaction off of this, because this has been like a topic that I've just been talking about since Thursday, really, with everybody I know. And it's just been 
just just a wow like you just look at the internet it's just wow 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 like how could this happen how 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 could all this happen in the matter of less than a week and uh just absolutely you know it's just it's traumatic it's it's terrible that this is happening really 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 all my thoughts and prayers go out to Tua and uh really hoping he gets better because it truly is tragic and listen all fan, all football things aside, you you really truly you got to got to really think about all these players' health and safety, and 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 I think that's that's most important, you know. Then that's why the NFLPA and the NFL are now investigating, getting into this, and uh, um, it, it sucks this that that this had to happen for more enhancements to come, but we got to learn from mistakes and we got to build off of them, and now the NFL and the NFLPA are jumping in this and. You know they're going to investigate, and we'll see what happens. But just, just crazy, crazy situations, absolutely horrific scenes, and uh, you know, just wanted to make sure we touched up on that first thing. On the other side of this story, there is more injury news. Uh, so I got the injury report. So I actually was going to do a different segment today, but there were so many different injuries this week that I don't know. I just felt like this felt like discussing it and discussing the the ways it could affect each team going into their games. But there was a lot of different things. I was, I was like, wow, I couldn't believe how many different injuries were this week. I really just, you know, really didn't think about it. So uh, as we all know, Zach Wilson will be returning this week, which is awesome for the Jets. So, I mean, injury report. So he's coming off the injury. So it's still part of the injury report. So he's going to be expected to play this week, which is great. Uh, so Zach will be playing the Steelers. And the Jets really, really need all he can do at this point. The other side of this injury report is, is George Fant, the left slash right tackle, out for the season on IR. So what does that mean for the Jets? They got Max Mitchell, the I think it was sixth or fifth round pick, and Connor McGovern Govern, the you know, backup tackle. Not looking good. Not looking good at all. Uh of course the Steelers are out without TJ Watt, but still not good. And I'll give my game picks on that later. But Zach's back. George Fant out. Uh, you look over in Cleveland, Miles Garrett ruled out for Sunday. Why? Well, we all know the, you know, the car accident, a lot of stuff going on in the NFL. The car accident, absolutely, uh, you know, it's tragic to hear what happened. Swerving out of the way for, for an animal on the road, car flips over. Uh, but luckily he, he walked out, tester coming back and, uh, you know, Miles Garrett were rooting for the best for him, but he is ruled out for Sunday. The Browns, without Miles Garrett playing the Atlanta Falcons this week, how much is that really going to affect them? He's a really good player. I mean, he's he's top-notch, probably top five D lineman in the NFL or pass rushers in the NFL. And uh, so it's it's going to hurt. But I think the Browns can get past it, and they'll, they'll most likely take down – well, I don't want to take – I don't want to say anything yet, but they, uh, we, we, might, we can hint at it. But, you know, my, that's, that's Miles Garrett ruled out for Sunday. Michael Gallup's expected to return as Cooper Rush somehow finds ways to win these games and take Dallas even further than I thought. Uh, so Michael Gallup expected to return, which is great news because we all see what Mario Cooper has been able to do in Cleveland. Uh, but listen, Cooper Rush has been able to hold this team together. To add another weapon to that arsenal is awesome. So Michael Gallup definitely going to help out and it will probably get him pushed past the commanders. We'll talk about that later. Mac Jones is out. Brutal. Truly brutal for the Patriots. Uh, Brian Horner will start. No Jacoby Myers. So offensive troubles for the Patriots. I believe they pay the pa- pla- the Packers this week. 
And uh, but Mac Jones having your your star quarterback out definitely no bueno. So uh, <laughs> Mac Jones out, no Jacoby Myers, one less weapon for Brian Hoare to work with. So listen, how is that going to hurt him? How does that affect the team? It's a franchise quarterback, so I don't really shouldn't have to be able to say any more than that. Uh, but listen, wishing all the best to a lot of these guys that are injured, coming back injured. So. You know, it's it's a tough road. It's the NFL. You get hit, you get hurt, but never want to see it. And uh, but Mac Jones out. Brian Hoare is going to start. No Jacoby Myers. Definitely going to hurt the Patriots on offense. But we'll see what they can do. Again, as we talked about, Tua is out for this week, and Bridgewater is in. Saints. No Winston. No Michael Thomas. I believe no Marcus May on defense. Definitely is going to hurt him. Andy Dalton will be starting at quarterback. No, Michael Thomas really is bad. Chris Olave is going to have get going to be having you know a lot of targets. He's going to be open, so but they're going to try and cover him, whatever. But no, Michael Thomas, so that helps his case. But Andy Dalton against the the Vikings definitely going to affect this team, especially when you want Winston to perform. Stinks that he's injured, uh, but that's it's going to hurt. And then one less offensive weapon, not good. The Lions are without DeAndre Swift, DJ Shark. And Amon Rod St. Brown. So if you thought it was bad for the Saints, it's worse for the Lions. Even though I still think the Lions could somehow pull this game off with these injuries. Hint, hint. But uh, DeAndre Swift needs the weeks off. I think Dan Campbell mentioned that. DJ Shark, he's got to try and find a way to stay healthy. And Amon Rod St. Brown, just just absolute studs. Thinks that he's also injured. But that's not good. That's three weapons on the offense that's out. We'll see if the Lions' depth can hold through. Keenan Allen's out for the Chargers, which is not good. Uh, and Mike Williams wasn't held was held to you know not to a short stat line last week, and with Rashawn Slater out for the on IR for the season, the tackle for the Chargers, that's not good either. And we know you know Justin Herbert with the with the rib injury, you need someone to protect them, and with Slater out, that that definitely hurts them. Bears no David Montgomery, but that didn't matter last week because Herbert played great last week for the Bears. They're a backup running back, which is awesome. Can they do that again against the Giants? I have no idea. Sometimes it's really hard to repeat. But uh, no David Montgomery, one of their bigger weapons on offense. Definitely is going to hurt. But if Herbert can pull out what he did last week, then they'll be fine. The Jets, as I mentioned, no George Fant. Out on IR. Don't need to get more in-depth than that. But the Cardinals, last team I wanted to mention here. Receivers banged up. No Hopkins still, as he's been suspended. Green is out. I believe Hollywood Brown is questionable or probable. He's going to play, though. And Ronda Moore also had injuries, but he's going to play. But I feel like this leaves the door open for Greg Dortch, who's played very, very well these past couple weeks, especially with these receivers being banged up. And if he's the most healthy, expect him to get targets. Uh, Not trying to make this a fantasy segment, but hint, hint on him on fantasy if you need a waiver wire pickup. The, uh, The Cardinals receivers banged up, and hey, Greg George has been playing well, and I and I, I think he'll he'll find his way to get targeted in this one. I don't know how much this really messes up the Cardinals stat line because they have been playing out without Hopkins, and unfortunately Green's out, but he hasn't been playing that well. But Greg George has been playing well, and Ronald Moore's going to be in there. Hollywood Brown's going to be in there, and they still have Zach Ertz, and they drafted uh, Trey McBride, so I think they'll be all right. Once again, game previews. Man, I got to get some. I'm, I'm hopefully I can get some more segments that bring some more people on. I'd love to finally extend my shows out a little bit more. But we're going on right on to the game previews for today, Sunday. 
Uh, last week was a awful, awful six and nine record by me, which is terrible. Uh, but I did predict the Monday, almost predicted the Monday night score against Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones, Cowboys, Giants. I said 23 to 17. The score was 23 to 16, and I picked the Cowboys. Cowboys won. Kind of weird, but I, I was just one point off. That would have been cool. Uh, let's do the standings read. Where does everybody stand this week at week four? Dolphins, 3-1 on top of the AFC East. 2-1 Bills, 1-2 Jets, 1-2 Patriots. Somehow the Jets find themselves third in the division. Crazy. AFC West, the Chiefs are on top 2-1, the Broncos 2-1, the Chargers 1-2, and, and the Raiders are the only team without a win this year, 0-3, even more crazy, because they, I just, you just would have thought, wow, that's insane, uh, because of everything they had this offseason, but they are 0-3, crazy enough, and uh, crazy enough that the Broncos are 2-1, because they just have not been playing well at all, I thought this offense would be something awesome, it has not been, and uh They've only scored, what, 43 points? And what have the Chiefs scored? 88 points total over the three games. So even the Raiders have scored more than them. They've just given up way more points. The Broncos' defense on point. The offense needs to get better. Uh, Not what we thoroughly expected from Russell Wilson, but we'll see what the Broncos do. But they are second division, so credit is credit is due. The Browns are on top of the division in the AFC North. Then it is the Ravens at 2-1. The Bengals at two and two, and the Steelers at one and two. Jaguars, crazy that they are on top of this division right now. Two and one. Colts one one one. Titans one and two, and the Texans zero oh, two and one. But the Jaguars are two and one under Doug Peterson and with this new revamped offense with Trevor Lawrence going at it. Uh, James Robinson, Travis uh, Etn Etna back there in the backfield. Zay Jones playing well. Christian Kirk playing like he's, you know, the, was the number one wide receiver they paid him to be. Crazy. And uh, they have 84 points combined on the season uh, over the past three games and only have let up 38 points over the last three games. They are playing like a top-notch team right now. And over in the NFC, the Eagles are undefeated. 3-0, and oh, Cowboys 2-1, Giants 2-1, and one, and the Commanders 1-2. and two. Weirdly enough, every team in the NFC least has been playing great this year, except for like the Giants, and they're somehow 2-1. and one. Uh, But even the Commanders have been playing well at 1-2. So, NFC West, Rams on top 2-1, and one, 49ers 1-2, and, and it falls down the Cards and Seahawks at 1-2. and two. NFC North, the Vikings lead this division. Really, it's really a tie, actually. Between almost it's almost a tie between all these teams. The Vikings, the Packers, and the Bears all two and one, and the Lions one and two. And the NFC South, two and one, the Bucks lead, and then it just follows down in a tie. Panthers, Saints, Falcons, one and two. So we will move on, and now I will give you my game picks for this week. So as we know, the Bengals have already won Thursday night, so I don't really have to do that. Uh, But we're going to start with Minnesota at New Orleans in London. So not really at New Orleans, but London. They're both in London. 9.30 in the morning. I'm going to go with Minnesota on this one. With Jameis Winston out, no Michael Thomas, no Marcus May in the back and at safety. uh, I feel as though Andy Dalton, it's going to be rough going for him. I like Kirk Cousins. Unfortunately, he can't play in primetime. They got Dalvin Cook. They got Justin Jefferson. The KJ Osborne, you know, Kevin O'Connell in this offense. I think they're revamping Adam Adam Thielen. Like, this is it. 
I think they should be able to get this one. If they don't, that's not good. Uh, but I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings with all the injuries on the Saints. Vikings win this one. And if I had to give a score, which I'm always very vague on these scores for some reason, but Minnesota, New Orleans, I'm going to go 27-17 Minnesota. Cleveland will be playing at Atlanta. I have chosen Cleveland to win this game with Jacoby Brissett under the helm versus Marcus Mariota. Listen, I mean, Atlanta's got some good weapons out there. I think Cleveland's defense is good. I think their game against the Jets somehow fluked that out. Uh, but the but the Browns will will get a win. I think they can stay away from Atlanta's offense with Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson by running the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They can get it done. Amari Cooper is going to smoke. He's going to he's gonna he's gonna do well. He gets a lot of targets, a lot of catches. I expect Amari Cooper to have also a very good game. Cleveland win this one. 24 to 21. And Washington will play at Dallas. Again, I I feel like picking Washington, but I don't know. I really don't want to bet against the Cooper Rush train right now. So I'm going to take Dallas. They haven't been letting up much points this year on defense. Been playing very solid back there. And on offense, somehow they've been able to get done with Cooper Rush. So I'm going to stick with the Dallas Cowboys. And, And Washington, they didn't play particularly well last week. So... And I think Dallas has a better defense potentially than the Eagles. So if they can have that, then they could probably have their way with the commanders. I'm going Dallas. Seattle at Detroit. As I mentioned, Detroit's got a lot of injuries. But I really picked I picked Detroit to win this game. And I think they can. I think they're a very resilient team under Dan Campbell. They have that type of mentality. So I'm going to go Detroit, even with all the injuries. I think Jamal Williams can still get it down the backfield, even though he's not the quite capacity level of DeAndre Swift. But I think they can get it done. Still got Josh Reynolds up at wide receiver. Uh, I don't know if Jameson Williams is going to be cleared to play, but and if he's not, it's okay. But I think I think I think the Lions can find a way to get this done. Jared's golf's gotten it done with less before, so I think this there's just that certain mentality that I like about the Lions. I'm going to go Lions in this one. I'm going to go 23 to 16, Detroit. This next game is awesome to me because I did not think these two teams would be at where they are. This is the Colts versus the Titans, both one and two. I, oh no, Indianapolis is one one one, and the Titans are one and two, both getting their wins last week. Colts against the Chiefs and the Titans against the Raiders. Now, up until this point, as I said, now I want to be specific on this. In the preseason power rankings, I did not think the Colts would win this game, uh, just due to the fact of lack of weaponry. Now, the fact that the Titans have not been playing well up to this point is concerning. And I like Pittman over really anybody that uh, the, the the Titans have at this point. And Jonathan Taylor, listen, I can trust him. Derek Henry, you can trust him. I'm going to go the Colts in this one. I think they're going to win this. Uh, and I think they're going to get after Ryan Tannehill the same way they got after Patrick Mahomes last week. So Colts win this one. It's going to be a good, gritty, divisional matchup. 21-17. I think it's going to be a real close one. Chicago at the Giants, New York Giants. So the Giants lost to the Cowboys last week uh, with Cooper Rush, but I think uh, no, no, I did not pick the. Why, why am I? Why am I even trying to give them pity? I think that I think this is one of those games where it's like the Giants should win, but I don't know. Chicago's been surprising me a little more, which is I'm excited. Why I'm excited to do these repower rankings. But I'm gonna actually go Chicago. I think New York can actually have a good chance of shutting down a Herbert. You know, I think secondary rivals. And, uh, you know, do repeating is kind of hard, especially if we're coming back in. No David Montgomery, as I mentioned, 
But I think I think Chicago can pull this off. I think for weirdly enough, I think the score is gonna be like 17-16. I don't know why, but that's what I'm thinking. But I'm gonna go Chicago, Justin Fields. I know I rated them real low uh, in the preseason power rankings, but no, I don't know. They're starting to catch a little little, little bit of fire, and uh, I, I they're playing better than I thought. The Giants, they're in an evaluation year, as we talked about. Still believe that, even though they're two and one. Chicago's been playing a lot better than I thought, so I'm gonna go Chicago. I think it's one of those games in New York where you just like see it on Fox News, and you're like. Or Fox Sports on the bottom. You're like, oh, man, the Giants lost 17-16. I think it's one of those weekends. And I'm going to go Chicago. Jacksonville at Philadelphia. Like I said, Jacksonville's been playing very well. And under Doug Peterson, they're first in the division. Surprise, surprise. And they've been scoring points. And after the Commanders game, which was they should have won that one. They've been playing. They they could potentially be 3-0. They should have been undefeated. uh, But they're playing Philly who's undefeated. I think Philly's just a better team overall. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I I think they will take them down. But Jacksonville is, is is going to be an upcoming team. Trevor Lawrence has exceeded expectations already. I know it's only week four now, but he's playing a lot better. And uh, I'm excited to see what Jacksonville could do. I really hope this is a really competitive game. And, you know, Philly, um, I got all hands on deck on Philly right now. I, I would not be surprised to end up 4-0. So, and I did pick them to win this division. This could be a sneaky game where Jacksonville actually comes in and takes down uh, Philadelphia. But listen, I'm going to go with Philly right now. I think I'm rolling with them. They're flying high and uh, nothing's really going to stop them right now. Eagles take this one. And I really, you know, both defenses are playing well. So and and both offenses play well. So where can this game really go is really the question. And I think both both teams match up well. Weirdly enough, it's like, you know, Jacksonville's playing well with guys like Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, but then you look at the other side, they got AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. So it's kind of hard to rank these, but they've been both been playing like similar. Uh, so where I, I wanted to say this is gonna be a high scoring game, but you gotta look at these defenses as well. Who's gonna, it's really gonna be like who's gonna break the mold first? And I think Jalen Hurts is gonna come out here. I think they're gonna get it done. I think it's gonna be one of those games where it's like a 28-23 Philadelphia game. That's where I'm gonna go. Philadelphia, Eagles, 28-23. The New York Jets will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it is an away game. So they'll be at Heinz Field, and I'm really, really, really rooting for the Jets right now. Don't know why I picked them last week, and uh, I'm picking them again this week. Zach Wilson, I'm going to just say this not as a fan right now, but Zach Wilson, it's weird that he's coming to this, like, it's just weird because Joe Flacco statistically didn't play that bad. Uh, he didn't play that bad, but there's a lot of moving pieces to this Jets team right now. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson right now. And the, to start off Pittsburgh, if they can at least get the win and will ease, ease the rest of the season away, I think this is a good game to get a win against Pittsburgh. The Jets and the Steelers always have these weird matchups. Like the Steelers have been really good. and The Jets come back like that Michael Vick game when, when he signed with the Jets for like a season. And uh, I don't know, it's just they they have these weird matchups every now and then where it's like the Jets are really bad and then they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. But now it's like they're both kind of even. So I don't know. We'll see where this game goes. But I'm taking the Jets. uh, And I'm going to take the Jets 24 to 21. I, I definitely will think it would be a close game. Mitch Trubisky, Zach Wilson. Listen, I don't even know what Zach's going to do. So. It's kind of hard to scout him because I haven't seen him yet at all. And then, you know, last year we just see flashes. So 
I'm just going to hope for the Jets to win this game. I'm hoping. And uh, go green. Buffalo and Baltimore. So the Bills will be playing at Baltimore. The Bills have shut down Lamar Jackson in the past. Has struggled with who to pick for this game. Because both teams, whichever way you look at it, defense, offense, is just amazing. Uh, the Ravens have been on fire. Buffalo got shut down last week. Can Baltimore take that same strategy and apply it to this game? I have no idea, but they could. Uh, but Buffalo, I'm going to take them in this one to beat the Ravens. I think they actually be like the only team that might be able to contain Lamar. And that, too, I, I think Buffalo is going to be in the Super Bowl, so I'm just going to ride with them. So Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they're going to take on Baltimore, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Even though both of these defenses, you always think like statistically they're solid, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 41-38 Buffalo. The Los Angeles Chargers playing in Houston, and last year they got pretty smacked up by Houston, and just their running game torched them. So what's going to happen this time? I think the Chargers are going to get to win this time around. And uh, they, you know, they filled in some defensive holes on the, in the offseason. So I think the Chargers can get it done as long as Justin Herbert's playing well. They did get, they did get absolutely destroyed last week against the Jaguars, which was not, which nobody expected, I'm sure. And uh, but I think the Chargers bounce back this week and take down the Houston Texans. I'm gonna go this week, 28-17. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers get the win here. Arizona will be playing in Carolina. Uh, Carolina got their first win last week against the Saints. Arizona has some receivers banked up, as I mentioned before. But listen, Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray, and he's going to do what he's got to do. And we've seen him, especially, you know, against the Raiders this past year. What is this man doing? Absolutely insane. Just running around, throwing routes, just whatever he wants to do. They are lucky they brought him back. Arizona's going to get the win in this one against Carolina. And, uh, whoa, whoa. Just what can the game be? I love Carolina's defense for some reason, but Arizona, Carolina, Arizona takes home the win. I'm going to go 27-23, Arizona. New England will be playing at Green Bay. Unfortunately, no Mac Jones. Brian Hoare will start. No Jacoby Myers for New England. I think this is an easy pick for me. I'm going to go Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, that Aaron Jones, uh, A.J. Dillon, they, they should get it done. And I believe Romeo Dobbs played amazing. Like, he had, like, 11 targets or something like that, nine catches. I don't have the stats in front of me, but he played great. So, hopefully some of these guys can get start getting green ground for Green Bay. But I'm going to go Green Bay in this one. And uh, I don't know how many points Brian Horner can really score. We have seen some good things out of him, but I don't know about this one. And Green Bay's defense is really good. So, I'm going to go the Packers win 31-10 Green Bay. Denver, Las Vegas Raiders. This is a weird one because, like, the Las Vegas Raiders have actually been putting up points. They just can't win. Should have beat the Cardinals, but they didn't. Uh, so, and Denver just played a really, really bad game against San Francisco. I'm actually going to take the Raiders to finally get their first win here just because of the fact that I think the, the Raiders can offensively output more than the Denver right now. And that's an absolute challenge to the Broncos right now after bringing in Russell Wilson. That is a challenge. I think I think the Raiders can can put out more. Now, is their defense as good? Probably not, but they can still get after it. And I'm going to take Las Vegas in this one to get their win and 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 get that off, so we don't have a uh, 0-16 team this year. And I don't think Las Vegas is that team. I feel like I said I still feel as though every team in this division can make the playoffs, especially the Raiders, uh, the Broncos. I'm not sure what the offense is having, but the defense is ready level. So 
This is going to be a really good dogfight. I'm going to take the Raiders in this one, though. And I think it's going to be a close one. 24-17. I don't just know. I haven't seen enough offensive output out of Russell Wilson on this offense to really commit yet. But I'm going to go Raiders, get the first one of the season. Kansas City will be playing at Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay, I believe, which is crazy, especially with everything going on. Uh, but Kansas City, I think they'll get the win here. Tampa, Tampa hasn't been putting up much offensive output either. And... And you look at Kansas City, they can absolutely torch teams whenever whenever they feel like it. So I'm going to take Kansas City in this one just for that main factor. And it's not the same teams that played in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, but I'm going to take Kansas City. And uh, I think the Chiefs defense is a little better than it ever was. So I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one over the Buccaneers. I'm going to go 27-23 Chiefs. And to round out these all these games, we got the Los Angeles Rams going in division to the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. Uh, this game's a little challenging to me because every time they play the 49ers, especially last year, the San Fran still find a way to play, pull through, and it's at home for them. Jimmy G's coming back. I feel like they'll startle up the Rams a little bit. I'm actually taking the 49ers in this one, and uh, I think it's going to be a close one. Probably be 20-17 49ers. And I love the matchup. San Fran always finds a way to like knock them off their block. And uh, but I'm going to go San Francisco in this one. They continue to trend at home against the against the Rams. So I believe that's going to round it out. Got my game picks out, and hopefully I can. Uh, hopefully I do better than six to nine. That's bad. And uh, but try and beat me, guys. And you know, send out your picks. Let's let me so I can we can post them out on the site. Let's go and uh, send them over to me. Obviously, my email is sjake at tvsportsstaff.com. That's sjake at tvsportsstaff.com. And uh, we're going to move over to final thoughts. Here we go. So as always, I always do my final thoughts before we close out the show. My final thought today is, you know, I just want to let everyone know my thoughts go out to everyone affected by Hurricane Ian, especially, uh, wow, just massive flooding over there in Florida. Uh Puerto Rico is underwater, you know, Cuba. So there's a lot of people affected right now. And uh, listen, all my thoughts go out to everybody. And just, just like places underwater, roofs being ripped off. It's it's not good. Everyone, you know, find safety, find somewhere to go. And, uh, and just, you know, absolutely crazy. What weather can provide sometimes and Mother Nature has to throw at us. We always find our way back, but it's always it's always a challenge to get through it. And I believe we will we'll always find our way back. But definitely my thoughts go out to everyone who's, who's been affected by this hurricane. So I want to just thank everyone for joining me today on another edition of Jake's Takes. Obviously, I'll be back next Saturday to provide more of my takes. And uh, remember to visit Television Sports at tvsportsmag.com. Follow our Instagram at sports underscore. Our Twitter account at underscore tvsports. Don't forget to follow Jake's Takes Instagram for anything you need podcast-wise, Jake's Takes TVS. And contact my email, sjake at tvsportstaff.com to join the show, ask questions, or request an interview or feature. Uh, like I said, if you want to submit your game picks, do that as well there. If you're a student athlete that wants to get on the show, not only does it help me you know, continue to craft my skills, but it's going to help promote you, the athlete, and uh, get your story out there on a professional sports outlet, which is awesome. Always there for you guys. Always here to help. That is my job. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button, follow button, leave a like, comment, rating on the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. As always, I'm Jake Sreno signing off. Thank you once again for listening. And remember to keep up with all your sports needs. 
with Tunnel Vision Sports, positive shift in sports media. We get it popping, homie, day and night. Day and night. Got the party jumping, about to break the ice. Stay up on my grind.